All right, well, welcome back to uh, Shelter Daily. It's great to be here. Again, James and I are just having this ongoing conversation. And uh, yesterday we talked a lot about fear and mm -hmm. the aspect of fear. We talked a lot about uh, the importance of prayer yes. and, and, and tuning in with prayer and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and setting some time aside. Yes. We, we, we really need. Yes. We need to recognize the times we're in and, and the situations yeah. that we're in. And, and, and with that in mind, I want to I talk a little bit uh, today uh, about the signs of the times. Mm. Uh, one of the big questions I have, you know, is really is is about uh, do people really know if they're ready or not? Jesus ah. And I, the reason I say this because I was reading in, in the book of Acts chapter one. It says this. It says, now, when he had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of the sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward the heavens as he went up, behold, it says, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? Mm. This same Jesus, who was taken from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Now, that the angel that day, uh, talking to the disciples when he was talking to them, you know, he... He said to them, you know, you're looking up into the heavens. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the he said the same Jesus that you saw go up mm -hmm. is the same Jesus mm -hmm. that's coming again. Yeah. So he, he, he gave them this, you know, this statement of mm -hmm. a declaration that Jesus mm -hmm. is coming again. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I've noticed, especially in this generation, uh, is that, you know, there are there's not a lot of talk. Yeah. Right. Not a lot of preaching, right. not a lot of, of communication mm -hmm. uh, really about the coming of God. Right. This seems to be kind of the, uh, it's kind of like, I mean, when I was growing up, you, you and I grew up in church. You know, we both were preachers kids. We grew up in church. I mean, the conversation of the day, there was never a mess. I don't ever remember my dad ever preaching a message. Right. That didn't have Christ. in it this element of, yes. You need to get your heart right with God right. because Jesus could come back at any moment. Right, and and it, and it's it, it was like every week. Mm -hmm. I mean, not just on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. We went to church on Sunday night. You come back on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Prayer meetings. Every time you yeah. came together, it seemed like that was the conversation we were having. Yeah, that it was. In fact, I got so scared. I didn't want to get left. <laughs> I mean, to tell you, I, I got so scared. I, I told this story. I remember one particular time when I was growing up and as a kid and and I come home from school one day and when I come in I come in and say hi mom I you know and I'm there's no one's there no my one's brothers there. weren't there mm -hmm. uh, my mother wasn't there uh, I was the oldest uh, and the door was open uh -huh. and I went through the entire house looking for my my mom and looking for my 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 brothers and I couldn't find anybody wow and I literally went out and sat on the front porch put my face in my hands and began to weep and cry because I really thought I missed the rapture. Wow. I mean, that's how, that's how prominent it was mm -hmm. when I was, when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. and, and it seems like as the years have gone by, periodically you'd yeah. hear a message, yeah. but it seems like here of late in the last, in this last maybe five or 10 years, mm -hmm. it seems like that the, the idea yeah, of the just, Lord is just kind of just, yeah. It's, 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 it's taken. Have you noticed that? I've noticed it. And I, and I, I have, I've said this a a few months back, I said, people are no longer preaching Christ. They're preaching 
the prosperity message. Yeah. So you can have it, he can have it, she can have it, they can have it. There is a perspective in which Christ has things prepared for you. Uh, and people have taken, taken the prosperity because they know that people have a desire and want things. And when the want comes before you or becomes before everyone else, then you can preach on that and not the gospel because the because they are used scriptures. If you're not careful, use scriptures to tell you that it's OK for you to want. And Bible says, I will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out and get your business and get them started and have a desire for it to be successful. I'm not saying that. I'm God, and God's not even in success. He's not. I don't believe he is. He's I not. He wants us to be successful. Yes. But we have taken those things and we've, like I said prior to, we have taken those things and those things has become the God. Yeah. There you go. That, that's it right there. Yeah. They, they become the God. So you're looking for God and trying to get see the God in what you're doing. And God is like, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in me and you having a relationship so you can know me. Because right. I'm providing your health, I'm providing your strength, I'm providing you with ability, I'm providing you with people with network, I'm providing all of those things. You're not providing it, because if I take your mind, you don't have it. If I take your physical part, you don't have it. That's right. So I'm, I'm providing for all of that I'm providing for. You're refusing to give to me because the Bible says, serve the Lord with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, with all of thy might and with all of thy strength. And what's happening, people don't want to do that no more. They want the outer things, the covetousness, the covetousness of things. They want that instead of the holiness of Christ. So people are no longer talking about Christ as if he coming back. Oh, he'll be back soon. Well, I'll be ready because my money's left up for my kids and my grandkids and all the rest. So I got my money because, you know, he left it for my kids and my grandkids. So I'm, I'm good. It's just like the man, he was talking in the Bible. He's like, um, you went and built another store. You built another building. You built another barn for yourself. He said, you fool. Today, right. instantly. You wasn't prepared. You think you're preparing yourself for tomorrow, but the Bible says it's not even promised to you. And people have taken so, taken that out of that, and you, you need to prepare for tomorrow. You need to prepare for your things. Yes, you do. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying don't prepare. But I'm saying you need to put it in perspective. Well, you know, you think about that perspective because here's, you know, especially like right now. I mean, we went, we were, we were at a, for the last three years here in, especially in the United States, we, we've seen probably the highest uh, rate of employment. Yeah. We saw, you know, people's 401ks and, and retirement plans just went up exponential stock markets are growing out of, you know, I mean, record, record breaking mm -hmm. almost there for a while. It was like almost every day yeah. we were seeing another record. Yep. Right. Yeah. And we went through all this and then, you know, and, and then all of a sudden here, this virus, you know, uh, come on the scene. Yeah, and now, <laughs> you know, within within uh, within an hour, it's like everything just can't go home. Yes. And I got to thinking about that, you know, and I remember, you know, the the the, the old prophets, mm -hmm. the old prophets, you know, Jeremiah and, and uh, 
you know, Amos and, yeah. and Isaiah, yes. these different of God, you know, they would speak about how that God would would bring judgment yes. to the nations yes. for their disobedience, yes. for their, you know, their idolatry. Yes. You know, and, and creating idols, yes. and this, these kind of things, and we don't. We said, well, we don't. We don't do idols. Today. <laughs> you know, that's not. You know, that's not us. Um, you know, but we. But we do have idols. Yes, we do. We have a lot of idols. Yes. You know, people don't realize how many things can become an idol yes. to us. You know, even your own job can become an mm -hmm. idol where your your job becomes more important well, to you than anything. Yeah. Yep. So it can become an anything that's yeah. more important to you than God mm -hmm. is an idol. Is an idol. Yeah. He even talked about in the scriptures when he says, "Those that serve me, you're going to have to forsake." husband, wife, mother, father, yeah. children. And he goes, and it goes all the way back to the, the commandments when he says, thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and him only. Him only. Him only. Yeah. So when you start to serve other things and place them before God, you're saying he's not, right. he's not the one. Yep. And he said, I'm jealous. That's right. And so what he did is he's, he called, I'm going to say he calls, but he has allowed this thing to happen to say, hey, I'm jealous. Come back to where you and I have a relationship. Come back to where we need to speak on one to one, because what's happening is you all don't believe that I'm coming back. And you have taken, he said, you must watch, watch and pray. So come on back into my presence where I can speak to you and you can speak what I'm speaking and not speak what you speak, not speak what you feel that is politically correct. And God is not interested in all the other stuff. He's only interested in you have a personal relationship, me with a personal relationship, and you with a personal relationship. He's not interested in anything else. He said a thousand on a thousand, he'll belong to him. So he's not worried about money. Right. Yeah, that, yeah the, the earthly things you know that we put so much emphasis yes. on are not, sorry, I've always said, God is not as interested in your comfort level. Yes. He is interested mm -hmm. in your salvation. Yeah. That's what he's interested in. Yeah. He, he will make you uncomfortable. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you can get very uncomfortable with yeah. that. It's interesting because even, you know, the Bible, and this is the thing, you know, for, for all of us, you know, God gave us his word. It goes yeah. back to what we talked Ooh. about yesterday. God gives us his word. Yep. And we have to learn to listen to his word. Yes. His word becomes the, the guiding factor. When you read the Bible, when you, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that don't like to go into the Old Testament. They don't like the Old Testament. The old with the new. Right. And you have to have, but when you go back and read the Old Testament and you read, uh, you know, what happened. Yes. You know, uh, like I was thinking about, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. where God, you know, sent angels. Mm hmm you know, to Sodom, Sodom, to warn a lot and went to his home. Yes. And, you know, and, and told him, you've got to get out of here. Yes. And the people of the city. Yes. You know, uh, the, the, the level of homosexuality and, and, and just the debate. Yes. The, the murder rate. Yes. All the different things that were going on in that city. Yes. And, and they, literally we're trying to break the door down yes and to show you i mean the the mentality of a lot mm -hmm. was let me give you, you my, my daughters, daughters. Who would what? <laughs> yeah who, who would who would even think to do that yes you know but that just shows you the level how even his mm. own heart was getting and yet god 
you know, for the sake of Abraham, mm -hmm. God was showing mercy to him. He's showing it. Yes. And then, and then, and then you see where they, you know, leave. They can't take nothing with them, and they're hauling out. I mean, they're 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 moving out of town as fast uh -huh. as they can because there's a fire coming on yes. the city to, to, to consume it. And the Bible said that God warned, "Now don't look back." Yes. But what happened to Lot's wife? Oh, she looked back. She looked back. Yeah. She looked back. Yeah. Now people read that story. Ah, oh, it's just a story in the Bible. That story is in there. The Bible says. Those examples are there to warn us of things to come. Yes. That we need to pay attention. Yes. You yes. Know? And when I look at the patterns of, of the Old Testament and how God would come and he would warn the people, and he would tell them, look, you know what? You need to you need to prepare yourself. Yeah. But to see the how easy it is for, and I've been saying this, and I even said it Sunday, and I've said it you know, time and again, you know, it's one thing to be out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. It's another thing mm -hmm. to have Egypt outside of you. Yes. Because of many people, they may be living outside of Egypt, mm -hmm. but they're but it, not. And their, ends, heart, yep. their heart is yeah. consumed with Egypt. Yeah. In other words, they would rather have what they had when they were in Egypt. Yeah. But, you know, the children of Israel didn't have it very good in mm -mm. Egypt, did they? Mm -mm. I mean, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. But they would rather be there than to follow what God was. Yes. This is the thing that's yes. almost baffling. Yes. I just sometimes I sit back and God, what's wrong with us? Yeah. It is it's it's amazing how our hearts become and it deceives us. It deceives us to believe that in our own conscious state of mind that we're walking in the right direction. And it only takes God to actually show you what your heart is thinking. You can't, because as you try to figure it out in your own brain cells without the power of God, you'll never see it. But the moment you go in with God, like at this point in time, the moment you go in with God, he starts to show you your heart, the intent of it, why you did it, what was the purpose behind it. He starts to show you, and then all of a sudden, oh, you wake up, oh my Lord, that was, oh, that was me. That was Because now you're starting to spend some time with him. Now you're starting to know him. I am always reminded of this scripture. The Bible says this in Matthew 4, I think uh, Matthew chapter 4. It says, um, it says this when he was in the, uh, 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 when he was praying and he was on his 40 days, he said this, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's in the Old Testament. Yeah. When he was talking to his children of Israel, yeah. he said in Deuteronomy chapter eight, he said the same thing. So we have to understand you're his people, but you won't live by your bread. Right. You'll live by his bread, exactly. by every word that comes out of his mouth. And my Bible says it will not return back void, but it will accomplish that. So I need to stay right in relationship with him so I can keep my, uh, uh, keep my uh, hands open and my eyes open and my ears open to receive from him. I can't do that without. Yeah, but see, there's, there's, see today there's people, I mean, even in the church world, mm -hmm. who are teaching things that, um, you know, well, I know the Bible, you know, it was a great <laughs> book and it was good for its times and, but you know these are different times uh -huh. now, and uh -huh. you know you've got to you got to 
make the book fit. Yeah, they the always, yeah, yeah, you know, relevant. Like, yeah, try to be more relevant, relevant. to the times. Mm -hmm. And so talking about, you know, Jesus coming back, mm -hmm. you know, that's like, no, you know, he's not, it won't be now. Yeah. They, they really, yeah. they, they talk about it, mm -hmm. but they talk about it as if it's something so far off yeah. in the distance yeah. that it'll be generations before we ever see it. Uh -huh. And, mm -hmm. and that's, you know, to me, that's a very dangerous thing because yeah. when you read the Bible, the one thing that I notice about, especially the Old Testament prophets, one thing I noticed when they came with a word of judgment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, a good example. When when God called Jonah, mm -hmm. he told him, I want you to go to Nineveh and I want you to preach to the people of Nineveh and tell them to repent, else I'm going to bring judgment. Yeah. I'm going to destroy them. Yes. Destroy Nineveh. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to take it out. And Jonah didn't want to go there. You know, he didn't want to go. He was, you know, that was the last thing he wanted to do uh -huh. was to go there and tell that. You know, he wanted them. He to wanted them. Them. them, yes. And I wonder sometimes, and I don't, and, and, and don't think this the wrong way. <laughs> no, I don't think we really like have this in our minds. Oh, but you know, sometimes I think we're like the like the early, even the disciples who yeah. said, you know, well, Lord, they don't want to hear the message, so just You're consume them and just destroy them. That's know, it. The sons of thunder. Yeah. You know? And I, I just don't think that that's a that's a. I mean. That shouldn't be the way we are. Uh -huh. But I wonder sometimes if we're like, ah, oh, they don't want to hear it anyway, so just leave them go. Yeah. But Jonah, finally, he does go there. When yeah. he does go there, you know, after God you mm -hmm. know, swallows him up, you know, mm -hmm. a big fish swallows him. Uh -huh. I know some of oh, I don't believe that. Again, it goes back to <laughs> See, if you can't believe, if you, you know, I, I always ask people, why do you think God put stories in there yeah. in the Bible like Jonah? Yeah. And why do you think God did? Why do you think God put those foolish stories in there? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the reason why. Mm -hmm. All right. For all of you that have ever wondered why, you know, all those crazy stories are in there, like three, three Hebrews going through a fire, mm -hmm. standing in a furnace, you know, mm -hmm. Daniel going to the lion's den, Daniel not getting ate up. People said, that's foolish. There's no way that could ever happen. The reason why God puts those in the Bible, he says, because I use the foolish thing mm -hmm. to confound the wise. That's it. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's it. Foolish stories. Why? Because they're so foolish that you think you're so smart yeah. that you, ain't, you, you could never believe it. God says exactly right. You would never believe that, yep. but that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I would do. And the same thing comes with about the coming of the Lord. Yes. It sounds so foolish. It sounds so far-fetched. It's hard to imagine that in a world that we live in, that God would ever want to bring judge. Oh, if he's yep. a loving God, yeah. why would he want to judge the world? Hmm. And yet we know by these stories in the Bible that are not fiction. Right. And that's the thing. People want to act like the, Bible, the Old Testament. Yeah. It's fiction. It's yeah. not fiction. It's true. It's true. It is so and true. And you've got to believe what it says. Yeah. When God sends a prophet to speak a word of judgment on a land, it, believe it's it. going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it, I can say it's going to happen. It's going to happen. People forget that. Yeah. They forget that the words that the Lord has spoken is not going to come to pass. They have this idea and it passes through them. Oh, Okay, because it didn't happen yesterday, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or oh, it didn't happen the day before, it's not going to happen. Or it didn't happen, and all of a sudden it happens. Now you remember all the other times that he said it was going to happen, and all of a sudden now it's in your face, and you're sitting there looking like crazy. But he told you, as an if, it's, he's, he's, he's vain in his word. Right. He's, he, he has not spoke a vain thing yet. Everything that he has spoken is going to come to pass. He's coming back. 
no matter what you think, no matter how you think about it, no matter where you go, no matter if you if you decide to 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 believe it or not, he's coming back. That's what he said he was. That's why he used script. You men sit here looking around. He's coming back the same way he went up. He's coming back. Until that time, I have something for you to do. Get busy. Get do what I'm asking you to do. Listen to him. I leave. I'm I have left. I have left a gift for you that only speaks of me. It only will glorify of me. It won't glorify nobody else. It only glorifies of me because I have a mission for you. I have something for you to do and you're not doing it. So you're ignoring what I'm telling you because you refuse at this juncture to hear me. Everybody, every from the from the pulpit to the back door. You should know, we without a doubt, that this is not the last. You know without a doubt that this is what God is trying to get your attention. We, if, if, you, if you're denying it, you're denying him. Because we understand only a God can shut it down. We, and we've been, and it's been talked about judgment was coming to America. I didn't want to believe it. Tell you the truth, I didn't want to believe it because I'm here in America. Right. And that's, and that's the last thing we want. The last thing we want to deal with is, is judgment in America. Yeah. That's the last thing we want. Yeah, and he, you know, I, I said, I reminded, I said, oh my goodness, judgment here in America, and what is happening here? I said, it almost as if Daniel, when Daniel was on his way, when they got captured, Daniel was a free man. And all of a sudden, Daniel become a, a servant right. to the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Oh my God, I don't want that to happen. We have this all this, oh, it shouldn't happen here. It never will happen here. Y'all, you don't know what you're talking about. You, this time, Christ is preparing his believers. He always leaves a remnant that will teach his gospel and preach his gospel no matter what. You know, with that in mind, you know, that's one of the, what I want to do right here, because I think this is a good, good point. We'll, we'll have to pause our conversation uh, and I want to I want to carry this on a little bit further, but this is a good moment right now. Uh, but James, there, there's people out there that uh, they're they're like that. They just they just can't believe that this is yeah. you know th- what's happening. They can't believe that yeah. the things that are going on, you know, uh, are are really that. They, they they heard it. Yeah. I don't like for me. I've heard it. Yeah. But I really when you see it. Yeah. I'm like I don't want it to happen. Right. But at the same time, I know there's things that God says in His Word is going to happen. But the gospel must be preached. Yes. And you and I, as ministers, we understand this, but the rest that are watching us, they need to understand this too that you've been called by God. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit has imparted to you to preach the gospel. You're the messenger of Christ. Yes. So, but there's some out there, they, they, uh, they're, they're still, their hearts are, are mm-hmm. hard. They're, mm-hmm. they're not right there. I'm going to ask you, if you will, would you lead us in a prayer? Those of you that are watching us right now, I'm going to ask you, if, if if in your heart of hearts right now, you just kind of sense, man, you know what? I'm there. There's what you're talking about today is really just kind of stirring something inside of me. Maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you're away from God. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this, Jesus is coming. Yes. He's coming, and he's coming back for those who are watching for him, who are prepared and ready for him. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow, but 
I, I want you right now. If you're if you're without, I don't want to. I don't want to leave another moment mm -hmm. for anyone mm -hmm. to go without yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. Because that's our that's our that's our yeah. role. Yeah. The internet that we're using right now mm -hmm. is is a is, is for that purpose. Yes. Yeah. And uh -huh. we need that to happen. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you if you will. Would you Would you just look right out in that camera and would you just pray? And just say, God, would you just somehow touch right yes. now and move upon the hearts of people? Would you do that? Father, in Jesus' name, God, we know that no man can come to you. Nobody can come to you, God, but only through yes. your son. And Father, we pray, God, those that are having difficult times and oh, difficult yes. moments right now, yes. as we're in God, this place and right now, God, that you would touch them, touch them. draw oh. them God, we're praying for them. We're praying just as you have interceded for us, oh God. Yes. When we were in sin and doing our thing and some of us were saving, trying to do our thing, we pray right now for them in yes. the name of Lord, Jesus that you would touch. You already, already have touched the hearts. You have already yes. a drawing. Yes. Father, give them a heart of repentance yes. now oh, in the name of Jesus. Have them turn from their wicked ways. Rebuke the enemy, God, yes. right now so they can make a conscious decision yes. to serve you, a conscious decision to go after you with all of their hearts, to make a conscious decision that you are king and Lord of everything. Yes. I pray in Jesus' name, God, Jesus. that the chains of the enemy be destroyed, that the bondage that they're in be loosed from them in the name of Jesus Christ. And that your name will begin to be glorified in their lives. Oh, yeah. Touch them now, God. I know they might be thinking about their finances. I know they might be thinking about their children. I know they might be thinking about work. But God, your touch is greater. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes it is. Your consuming oh, power is greater. Right now, Touch them in now the in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes. And we give you the glory give you the honor in Jesus name and I rebuke the enemy because the power of the Holy Spirit has spoken to you yes. come out in Jesus, Jesus name. name amen 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 wow thanks for that thank you Jesus I, tell you what, I look forward to our conversation tomorrow we're going to carry this conversation on and I just pray that you prayed that prayer if you prayed that prayer thank you Jesus if you uh, experienced the change in your heart yes the Holy Spirit speaking to your life don't turn it off. Listen to what he's saying. Yes. And I just ask you, just would you just connect with us? Let us know. Tell us about what's going on so that we can hear about it. We can rejoice with you. God is moving. Thank yes. you for joining with us today at Shelter Daily in his word. God bless you.